0: I'm Tommy Thompson, and you're listening to Space for Life, a podcast with honest conversations designed to help cultivate the space we need for a more fulfilling and abundant life. Despite our culture being wired for excess and overload, our souls desperately need the opposite. Thanks for joining us today as we seek to take one more step into a spacious life.
1: Hey, everyone. So glad to be here. My name is Patricia Clark, and I have the honor of hosting Tommy again on his podcast. And today we're going to talk about goal setting. So Tommy, I'm really excited to hear what you have to say because I have to be upfront with you that I'm not a fan of goal setting. So maybe you can convince me.
0: <laughs> That's maybe a big maybe to it. <laughs> so the I think that's actually really uh, fun because I I think this is, uh, it's a tricky topic, you know, and there are, it, it feels like so many people fall very firmly in one or the other camp. They're just like really into goal setting, goal settings, just so much of what they do or they're not into it to the point of being I hate it. I think it's a horrible thing in life, you know, and so I think the discussion, even with your hosting it and the resistance is so good.
1: Why do you think there's so many people that don't like goal setting? I mean, I know why I resist it, but in your experience with coaching,
0: I think there are a whole lot of reasons and I am admittedly a huge goal setter and I have been for probably up over 30 years of of doing so and having been a goal setter for 30 years uh, I've developed a love-hate relationship with goals so I think that there are two camps that I think of and and you can kind of push back on this of why people have such a hard time with goals One is I think that people feel like goals are like sticking yourself in a box with chains around you and that if you set goals, it it restricts the spontaneity and the enjoyment of life and that it's uh, a rigid, constricting type of experience and who wants to have that type of life? And so they think goals are going to, you know, choke the life out of me as opposed to actually help me. So I think that's like one camp of people who resist goals. I think the other camp are people who have perhaps tried goals and they fall in the category of experience like New Year's resolutions. It's something that you do, that you get hyped on, and that you fail. And so goals don't work in their mind. And as such, why would I want to try something that I'm going to inevitably fail on? You know, just get on with it. Just forget it. I mean, so many people don't even try New Year's resolutions anymore, and I totally understand it, because it's just kind of a joke. Everybody knows nobody does it. So I think, to me, those are the two, two camps that I'm really aware of, of Goals are actually bad to have because they choke life out of you and eliminate spontaneity. And I don't really believe goals work.
1: Yeah, I can relate to both of those camps at various times. To me, goals feel like I'm setting myself up to fail, essentially. Because you you don't set a goal saying, I'm going to do exactly what I've been doing. Your goal is... Either I want to do more or better. And it's almost like saying, who ought I to be? And I'm going to make a plan to get there. But if you haven't gotten there already on your own without the goal, then you just think, am I setting myself up for failure? Why would I do that?
0: Exactly. And I think that that's why, you know, if if I'm putting a title on, you know, this particular podcast... I'd call it reframing goals Hmm. because I think it's the frame that we put it in that makes us not want to do things because you think, well, why do I want to set myself up for failure? All of these things that go through our heads that we associate with goals that I think is the wrong frame to put on goals. And if we learn to frame goals in a different way, then we can go, well, of course, this could be really fun, exciting. And very helpful. And if we thought that about goals, which is probably the last thing it, most people ever think about goals fun, exciting, and helpful. Well, if something's fun, exciting, and helpful, then why wouldn't I want to do it?
1: Yeah. And spending time with you, I've started to have a, a little crack in my resistance to goals because, first of all, you make them seem really fun and not like sort of this. Drudgery of whipping yourself into shape. But it's almost like it allows you to dream and not having goals because you don't want to fail again. Even though you're not setting yourself up for failure, you kind of are crushing some dreams a little bit by not setting goals. You're saying, life is too hard. My circumstances are too unpredictable, or, you know, my job, whatever it is that I've had to take those dreams and put them in a closet somewhere.
0: Well, it's true. And, and for so many people, the alternative to goals becomes almost by default just living life reactionary,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that you're going day by day and maybe you have a few things that you're accomplishing, which you'd hate to call them goals for the week, but that's what they are, their plans. But a lot of people don't hardly even do that. They just go day by day making the decisions that come to them. And I think there's a better way
1: than that. So how would you reframe them?
0: Well, I think there are some words that we think about that get at what goals can be that I think are a little bit easier to stomach in a sense. I think one is word you just use their dreams. They're dreams of who we want to become. I think another way it's 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 a vision for who we want to become. And then I think if you take those two words, which I think are very much a part of goals thought rightly, and then add to it plan, hmm. there's they're a plan to make a dream come true. That's a totally different way of thinking of goals. And so if I think, wow, I'm going to allow myself the possibility of dreaming of who I might become, and then I'm going to create a plan, goals, on how I get there, then I can look back, which I can look back as I've learned so much about goals. I can look back and say wow how i've grown the very, very first time that i can remember setting goals there was just one goal out there and maybe this is a bad example but in a in a certain way it's a good example i was not a reader at all i would read possibly one book a year i'd i'd come out of seminary and college and everything was so burnt out from reading but I got to a point after several years that I thought well I'm really stuck because there's nothing coming in there's nothing feeding me and and I need to read and so I set a goal one year to read 10 books and it felt like that is the most ridiculous goal you could possibly do and that was my one goal and I read 10 books that achieving that one goal set a trajectory for the next 30 years of my life. If I had not set that goal, I guarantee you I would not have read the 10 books. And if I hadn't read those 10 books, I wouldn't have read the thousands of books that I've read since then. So that one goal of saying, I I want to become this kind of person and I, I need some help. Hmm. I need a plan set me. Now, I've learned so much about goals since then, but that's just kind of a little bit of an idea. It's a dream. It's a vision and and an associated plan.
1: Okay. So if I were to break that down, you started with a dream of the kind of person you want to be, which is a kind of a fun exercise to think about. That doesn't seem like restraining in a box with chains on. So you kind of let your imagination, your emotions, your mind run free, and then where I think I would get stuck is I would set a goal that was too much to attain, but it sounds like you took a really small, I mean, if I wasn't reading, I probably would set it even smaller than that, like five books in a year, but you, yeah. you set a goal that moves you down that path, but that you knew you could attain. Is that, is that kind of what you're saying? Like, don't make it too big, but you don't want to make it too small or how, how do you determine the amount?
0: Well, I think that's so totally individual. And I think one of the other places that creates so so many problems for people is that they think goals have to be so precise and restricting and ambitious and hard and demanding, all of these words that we don't like in life. So whether a goal is five books or 10 books or however you said it, is really a personal thing. And that's where, uh, you know, we've, we've talked a little bit about SMART goals. And SMART goals is, uh, well, it's, let's see, it's measurable, it's, it's achievable, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's this acronym. And I can't even remember all of the words associated with it. But it's just like, well, who would want all of that? on to life. So I think goals should be done in a in a very life-giving way. And so I'll I'll blow it out. Like one of my goals, and then I want to come back to another thought on that. One of my goals this year is simply read more. Hmm. That's the goal. Now I have actually set a measurable underneath it, but the measurable can change. You know, because maybe I set that goal too high. Maybe I set it too low, you know, because I'm imagining about things. But the goal is for me to read more. Well, that then becomes something, well, I can do that and mm-hmm. I can keep my eyes on that. And as long as I set the right goal, then that's great. And That's not restricting me at all.
1: I love that. What I appreciate about the way you're talking about goals is dreams is it's a little bit like a GPS that you, when you, when you get off track and you maybe turn down the wrong road, it just shows you mentally where you wanted to go in the first place. And, you know, I live my life in a very different place than you do. You know, people who are either not working or self-employed or retired, Or moms, we have so many variables in our life that are unpredictable. One of the reasons I've really resisted goals is because they get in the way of the relationships I have with my family, with my kids, because I might have set out to do certain things in a day. One of them is sick, or one of them comes up with something they want to do, and I have to make a choice between the people or the goal. And I love the way you're talking about it in terms of dreams, because if if I get off track and end up choosing to spend time with the person or get off track in terms of my goals for the day, it's not like I failed. It more just reminds me, okay, here's where I wanted to go. The next day, I'll just sort of get back headed in that direction.
0: Well, I'll even push that a little bit because what you've communicated to me and the way you have said that is that people are your goals. Hmm. So if people are your highest value, then your goals should reflect your highest value. So if if your goals and your values and what's important to you is your family now and your relationships then shouldn't your goals reflect that hmm. instead of being counter and actually pushing you away from what's valuable so what you've told me just as I, if I were thinking about you know telling you about goals I'd say well well then what is it about people that you want to improve and grow in in how you deal with people. And that's what a goal should be. And I think that if you were to embrace goals that were consistent with what's most important to you and how you most want to grow, then it would be so much easier instead of being against it.
1: Well, as a mom, the problem is the goals are competing with each other because you want people to be your priority. But you also have these other things like i just think about all these women i know who are self-employed entrepreneurs and you know you planned on nap time being where you got things done and the kids didn't sleep and that is kind of a daily occurrence for people who are caretakers And so you have kind of your personal professional goals, but then you have your mom, your mom profession goals, and sometimes they're competing. So how do you reconcile goals that are in tension with each other?
0: Well, I think that one of the other problems I'll come at this kind of from the the side angle and, and I have been guilty of this probably for most of my goal setting life is that I set way too many and way too aggressive of goals. And so I can remember one year having 14 goals and 31 sub-goals underneath those. Well, it was guaranteeing failure. It was also putting me in a situation where I always just leaned towards the goal that was the easiest to do, not the most important one. So I think that in a, in a setting like yours, what's so important is to simplify. That's why the next section the next podcast is on simple goals to simplify to say you know in my in my stage of life i've got two things that are competing so here's how i need to frame goals and one of the reasons that i'm wanting to talk about goals right now is because i've learned over the years that i have to mull and ponder on goals for months to get at the right ones. What's the real heart of what I need to be thinking about in the upcoming year? So right now, when we're recording this, we're, you know, early November, I've been thinking about my 2021 goals now for over a month and a half.
1: Hmm.
0: Because it's really hard to get at the essence of what really matters For me in terms of my growth and because I believe so much in simplifying it, I have to make sure that I don't just do the easy work of putting some things out there and and not realize that this is competing with this and this is working against this and I don't really care about this. So setting goals like dreaming takes some time and it takes some space to be able to come up with the right dreams what matters. And then I think if you approach it that way and say, I'm going to really think about what's important to me and what's doable and what are the obstacles that I might face, then you can come to the place where where you arrive works with the complexities of your particular stage at life. And if it doesn't, you know what you do? you change your goal. Hmm. Change your goal? You can't do that. Yeah, you can. You can say, you know, I've I've now seen that I didn't take this into consideration. So I'm going to adjust. You know, this is all about growing. You know, it's not about hitting a number or something. You know, if it's about growth, then if six months, you know, into the year you go, this isn't working, and I don't care about this, or you're failing at it, and I fail at goals all the time. Who cares? The point is to grow.
1: Well, that alone takes a lot of pressure off that you are so laid back about goals. So you're telling me in a given year, some of them like your 10 books, you know, check did that feeling great, And then others, you just recalibrate in the middle of the year because they weren't working for you.
0: Recalibrate or or discard. Hmm. Totally. I mean, the point is to grow. And if your goals were misthought of, who cares? Discard it. it. It doesn't matter.
1: I love that. And I also love what you're talking about starting now and the process that goes into it because- when or if I have set goals, it's about 20 or 30 minutes in the beginning of January where I sit down and write a few things out. But it sounds to me like your process is really different. Talk me through a little bit about what that process is like. But also, you seem to set goals in a lot of different categories. Yes. So I would love to hear about your categories. Maybe first, tell me like, what are your categories for goals? And then maybe some of your process?
0: Well, I would love to do that. But you're gonna have to wait a week. for that. Because the whole, actually the point in some senses of what I want to do now is to cast a vision that perhaps takes someone like yourself who says, you know, I just, I've done this, it doesn't work, or I don't even like thinking about it. And perhaps cause you to think, well, maybe I'll give this a second look. And then we can, the how that I've developed this kind of simple goals process, I think is a very life giving, exciting, visionary way of setting goals that people who hate goals can embrace and people who love goals but find themselves frustrated with their effectiveness can benefit from. So that's the next podcast. But from here, I want to just give people the thought that if you believe that you want to live an intentional life, if you believe that you want to grow, that goals thought about rightly are a phenomenal mechanism for making that happen. Now, if you don't care about you know, intentionality, and you're you're just fine having life happen, that's fine. Maybe that's where you are right now. And in, in a few years, you'll be ready to think about it. But if you want to grow and live an intentional life, not a restricted life, an intentional life, goals can be a tremendous mechanism for getting you there.
1: Okay, so I'm going to leave this time before our next podcast and think about this. I'm going to think in the next year, what would make that year more life-giving and bring more freedom? I'm going to reframe the way I think about goals a little bit. And what what would bring joy? And I, I think I'm going to think more in terms of broader categories than just exercising more or you know, quantifiable things, but maybe ideals like, um, slowing down.
0: Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you a, uh, just a couple little hints that you can think about yeah, give betwi- me some homework. between now and then dream. Think about goals in relationship to what you might dream about. Think about goals in terms of what is most important to you. Think about goals in terms of what will give you life and joy and don't worry at this point about quantifying and measuring okay so if you could if you and those who are listening could go at and say don't worry about all of the smart stuff and measuring it and um, time frames and all things like that just what really matters to you and how do you deeply both want to and need to grow and how would you frame that that's a great starting point
1: okay and you promise that if we if we who have really unpredictable days with little kids you promise if we let ourselves dream that you're going to help us
0: (laughs) well you're going to be back next week, so <laughs> you can hold my feet to the fire.
1: I will. I will, because it's, it's a hard thing to open your heart to that when your history, your past, with so many unpredictable things, it's just setting yourself up for disappointment. So I'm really counting on you to to work with us.
0: Well, great. And think of, let's think about it from a, a different angle. What would happen if you could make goals work, mm. if you could go for the next 10 years of your life and grow in a substantial, positive, life giving way, how might you become the person you most dream of becoming? So instead of thinking about it, well, can you help me to make sure that life won't, that this whole process won't fail and frustrate me? Imagine the other side. Imagine if there's the possibility that this could work and that you have the compounding effect of growing as a person in a meaningful way for the next 10 years. That's an amazing thing.
1: That is really exciting. And I'm glad you've set the stage and we've been able to kind of talk through all of the resistance that I have. And I'm sure other people have to goals because I'm definitely more open to it. So I'm looking forward to next week. And, um, yeah, thanks for being here.
0: Great. Well, We'll just go at it. And, uh, I'm counting on you to make sure I keep this real.
1: Right, I will. I'm I'm going to.
0: Okay, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you found it helpful and encouraging in your journey. Before you leave, I wanted to let you know of two things. First, if you are looking for more helpful content like this, visit TommyThompson.org. There, you will find resources created to help you find space in your life. Second, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would love it if you would take a minute to leave a review. This helps other people find the show as well.